0: yo what's up my people it's greg santos welcome to episode 446 of ceo life you are the ceo of your life whether you want to be or not this week has been a lot of there's been a lot of ups and downs emotionally i've been having a lot of challenges mentally with myself and figuring things out, and I haven't been so on point mentally, but I feel like I'm making a comeback, slowly but surely. So there's been a couple key things that I'm excited to share with you here today that could potentially help out if you have had any similar challenges as I had. You know, a big one is I found myself in this mild depression and part of it I feel could be due to withdrawal from addiction and maybe some other life stuff. I I don't know. But I did read in a book, um, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, it's all about addiction and it just talks about... You know, you don't get the same hits of dopamine and endorphins that you once got from your addiction. So your body's like craving it and it inevitably will send you into a depression. So I was definitely feeling that, not feeling so great about myself and just feeling like shit. And I was like, man, I was, I feel like I was also depressed because i've done so much right like i think about my 19 year old self 19 20 years old i want what i wanted more than anything was confidence in myself like i wanted to be able to walk in the room and be able to change the energy of the room people will be able to see me and be like oh that person's fucking different and i wanted tremendous social skills i wanted a a amazing network of friends and uh, last year I would write down my goals, and I would write down, "I'm a member of War Room, That's thirty thousand dollars a year." But I actually got something like actually much better than that. I am basically part of the Tony Robbins Platinum Partners, like hanging out with them, going to lunch, like part of like events that they're throwing, and just showing up. It's amazing, and that that's like eighty five thousand dollars a year, and I get along with them much better because they talk more about the kind of stuff I'm interested in. Nothing against War Room. That's more like marketing, more about money. And that's great. That's phenomenal. I feel that I resonate a lot more with Tony's group, which is a lot more towards energy. It's a lot more towards uh, life by your design. It's more uh, love and heart-centered. So I, I really resonate with that. And then here I am in two weeks, one, two. From today, but will me recording this podcast, I will be flying out to London and meeting my business partner in person for the first time, and then doing our our launch for our event. It's 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 crazy because like here I am, like these big goals that I thought were like maybe so far-fetched and out of reach at one point in my life. It's like I'm like I fucking hit all of them. I'm sure. I'm trying to think, is there anything, well, I think besides financially, I, I, I haven't hit my financial goals. There's some relationship goals with women that I haven't hit yet as well, but I hit some really big ones, like the social confidence, being able to be a like an energy changer in the room, like being part of a really high level mastermind, having an amazing social circle, social confidence, all that stuff, like things that I really want to like with everything super bad, like I did it. And being a good speaker as well. I had the morning hustlers and I had people show up every single day. You know, I, I, at the best, I had 15 to 30 people showing up every single day on the morning hustlers to come hear me speak and to get the lesson for the day. And I had a stage that I created and I spoke on all the time and having a podcast and, and putting stuff out there, material, giving value. And getting this sense of validation, getting this sense of love and, and showers of appreciation and and kind words it was, it was awesome. But it's crazy because like I hit these big goals and I, I feel like at the same time I hit my depression because it's like I'm like, whoa man, like that shit didn't like bring in like peace inside. And I thought that it would help me stop feeling so anxious inside. But it didn't help me at all. If anything, it actually added to me being more anxious because now like the charisma mask and the social mask that I've been able to create and this image that I've created of who I am, I now have to live up to that. And it's like, whoa, like that's a lot of pressure. Like that's tough. And then it's just like, now, I'm not even living for my own, I'm not living for me, I'm living for somebody else. I'm living to get something. I'm looking to get validation, I'm looking to get recognition, I'm looking to get respect, um, control from, from other people. And I think that sent me down a spiral of like, fuck, man. What? What do I do? Like, what? I, well, I don't know what to do, meaning, how do I find this inner peace? And I and I am focusing more on changing my focus. So, but I decided to do it because I was, I was like feeling low the other day, and I go downstairs and I pick up Tony Robbins's Date with Destiny booklet you get when you go to a Tony Robbins event. So I'm like, I'm gonna start reading through this. So I start reading through it and then he's talk, he talks about like there's three big major like global beliefs that affect the quality of your life. And he he says like words equal like your, your experience will become the words you attach to the experience. And then I'm like reminding myself of little things like trade your expectations for appreciation. And also he talks about the six human needs, right? what needs are you looking to get met more than all the other needs? And again, the six human needs are certainty, uncertainty slash variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. And then you start going down the list as far as like, well, what vehicles do people use to get those needs met? And when it talked about certainty, I think it talked about like uniqueness, control. Uh, it talked about um several things i I forgot i have it downstairs i wish i brought it up here i don't but there were so many things on there that i was like oh man like oh that's why i'm not feeling great like i'm feeling like shit because like yeah there's like nothing certain in my life i wouldn't say nothing but right now where i'm at it's like there's a lot of unknown there's a lot of unknown in my life right now but i'm trying to keep get i'm trying to get my need of certainty met all the time but it's just like it's not happening because I just literally immerse myself in this unknown world, and now, and now, because what the top one of the top needs I'm trying to get made is not being met. There's a big disconnect, and there's a there's a downfall emotionally. Does that make sense? So then I'm going through the other needs, and by the way, I'll, I'll actually I'll get to that in a sec. And then I'm going through the other needs, and then I'm like, okay, significance, big one, right? Like uniqueness, identity, ego um power uh, like those are the whole list of them of like vehicles people use to get significance and i hit a bunch of them so it was very apparent to me that i had put a lot of my focus towards getting those two needs met i'm trying to get my certainty met and i'm trying to meet significance but i'm not having those met and it's no wonder why i'm not feeling great And these are things that are happening outside of me that I don't have control over, that make me feel powerless, or make me feel like I don't know. And Tony says, like, the art of fulfillment really boils down to changing those those, the the, your needs, and like reordering them to where your top two needs that you should have look to be met like you're gonna get the needs all the other needs met all the time right you're like you're always constantly looking to get your needs met but there are needs that you have that you will spend more effort and energy to have be met more than others there's two to three of them that you will prioritize more than all the other needs and for me it was certainty and significance and he talks about yeah if you want to have more fulfillment in your life you should prioritize growth and contribution. Now, there was several things that I read in my notes. He, I, I read over and over and over again. I kept saying, I kept seeing because I looked at my Unleash the Power Within notebook that you get. I looked at my Day with Destiny notebook and I, I saw the same quotes in there, similar, but there are different ones and for different ones because they're different events. But he talks, he says similar quotes in, in each event. And a big one that I read was progress equals happiness progress equals happiness and i remember i think it was like 2016 i went to santa monica and i saw Ty lopez speak and i remember him talking about that on the stage like happiness comes from progress but here's the thing right so so tony talks a lot about like your focus changing your focus so Instead of me focusing on significance and how I can feel more important, and and, and, and try to get love through self pity or powerlessness or or maybe some kind of depressive states, you know, that's to say, like I did those, I had the on purpose to maybe I don't know, maybe unconsciously it helped me get the sense of significance and certain to make me feel important. And if I just shifted my focus a little bit, where it's like, okay, let's move from focusing on things that aren't in my control. I don't have control whether how much someone says they love me. I don't have control over what someone says to me or treats me, behaves around me, um, says when I'm not there. I, I have no control over that. So why is it that I'm putting a lot of my effort and focus into that? Why is it that I am trying to have control over people's perspectives? I mean, I'm trying to control things. I'm putting my focus towards controlling things that I don't have control over, and that's where a lot of my misery and suffering is coming from. Because I don't—it's there's anxiety because I'm trying to manage like people's perspectives. I'm trying to control things that I don't have control over, and there's anxiety because it's like there's so many variables, and it's like I'm not—I'm not focusing on the right thing. So let me shift it to growth where I can now change the way I'm looking at things and look at, oh, wait, Greg, like, bro, you've been reading a lot lately. Oh, hey, man, you've been running 20 miles a week, every week consistently. You've been abstaining successfully from your addiction, pornography i had some slip-ups this week and it's okay because progress equals happiness it's like all right cool i had a really awesome streak and i'm not gonna beat myself up because the only thing that's gonna do is make me feel worse and worse and worse but here's another thing like it seemed like it's not even that big of a deal to like the people that like the close to me that i told and i talk about it on the podcast it's like not even like a big deal at all to them it's like okay whatever and i'm like whoa like uh I was expecting this to be like this fucking big taboo thing. And I'm having like all this shame about it. And um, I'm met with a lot of love and a lot of appreciation and um, non judgment when I, when I share that. So it's, it's very fascinating. So I'm embracing that part, I'm embracing that addictive part of me and not being ashamed of it. But the point is, it's like, let me shift my focus towards things that I do have control over. Let me shift my focus towards like my actions. Cause if progress equals happiness, well, well, guess what? I'm making progress every day, but I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on getting my needs met that don't, that where my mind's not focused on progress. My mind is focused on managing relationships. My, my, my focus is on oh, like a bunch of shit and the stress that I don't have control over all these variables that I'm trying to fucking manage. And even though I'm making progress, I'm actively not focusing on that. So I don't feel like I'm growing even though I am growing and maybe I might discount my growth because it's like, you know, it's not something that I'm putting, I'm not putting as importance in that moment, right? My reticular activation system isn't weighing importance to focusing on growth, my own actions, uh, things that I can control my perspective in, in, in myself. And, and even Taking some time to appreciate, like, bro, you've been fucking eating healthy, man. You've been going on runs. You are you have an amazing job with an awesome, you know, business that you really love, like and respect, and you you respect the person that you work for, and at the same time, you're doing an amazing event launch with like your business partner, like and like like think about like this like the progress that you've made, and it shifts everything. It just completely shifts the your internal world. It, it shifts everything for you, because now I don't have that sense of stress and anxiety and depression as much because I'm not focusing on things I can't control. I'm focusing on like my own growth, and, and then I I'm looking to do a big launch, and my business partner out like are throwing like a big number out there. We're gonna do this big launch, this big launch, this this. We're like aiming for like a specific number of of a launch, and I'm like, okay, like the. The past couple months, it's a number, 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 number. But like, there was like, we, we would talk about impact, but it was like on the wayside. It was like, okay, yeah, the impact will come. But, but most important, we have to hit this number. We have to hit this number. We have to make this amount of money. And I feel like I lost my drive. I've lost my excitement towards doing this is is become I, I got disconnected from the people portion of it. I got disconnected from the actual impact and contribution that I make from the knowledge that I know. And then when I shift my focus from significance where it's like it's about me, like look at me. I'm gonna get mine. I'm gonna make sure that I'm successful. I gotta make sure that you know I'm taken care of to like wait a second. There's people out there who genuinely need our help. There's people out there who really are lost and flailing and are drowning and are actively losing more and more and more belief in themselves and potential as the day goes on. And a mentor can genuinely help them out. A mentor can really help build them up. A mentor or several mentors can open up financial, romantic, social opportunities more so than anything else. More than anything, mentors is really, like the biggest thing a mentor has ever given me was like belief. I believe in myself. Like, how valuable is that to somebody? How valuable is it to give someone fucking full ass fucking belief in themselves that they can make something happen? Is that, isn't that valuable? How many people are walking around without the belief? Now, if you were to ask somebody, they probably, like, they probably consciously say, yeah, 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 do, but you want to know, what somebody really believes, look at their actions. So, like when they're going into a certain situation and they're timid, they're scared, they're afraid. Do you think that person has belief? Or when someone's not really taking the actions and they're falling on the wayside and they're not doing it, do you think that person really believes in themselves? Because the person who really, really believes in themselves is a the person who goes and takes bold action. A person who really, really believes in themselves, that's the kind of person who is like, Hey, I'm gonna make something happen. I know I'm gonna get there. And these mistakes, I'm learning lessons from it, but I know I'm gonna get there. And despite the the hard times, the, the setbacks, the rejection, the humiliation, the, the depression, like the, the negative emotions, it's like you still have that belief that you're gonna make something happen and you're gonna persevere no matter what. And mentors really helped give that to me. And shifting my focus towards like, listen, instead of aiming for a dollar amount, let's, name, let's aim for a, a person amount. Like what if we aim to change the lives of 5,000 people? Like how would that look like? Now it's like, look, All the stuff that we're doing, the work, the follow-up emails that we're creating, the graphics that we're creating, the captions that we're creating, the affiliates that we're bringing on—it's like now it's not about money. It's about genuine fucking impact. Now it's more exciting. It's like, all right, we're creating this stuff because it's going to help us make those sales, so that we can really help people change people's lives. Because people aren't going to change their lives by sitting on the wayside, sitting on their hands. And we need to help show them through our knowledge of copywriting and persuasion, we need to show them like, hey, like we understand your situation and we can fucking help you out. And it's easy, it's possible for you to really not live the life you want to live because you don't have that belief in yourself. You don't have people above you who have 20, 30 years ahead of you that are saying, Hey, like you can do it. Like, good job. You're on the right track. Or do you, you should do this. Or you should meet this person. Like, if you don't have that, and you're on your and you're on your own all the time, dude. Like, you are fucked. And here you're on the internet, and you have all these fucking. Everybody's a fucking coach. Everybody is like, oh, you know, I help you make a hundred k in your business. So I'll help you do two, two, extra twenty k in your business. You know, and like this motherfucker's been in business for one year, for two years. These these are fucking internet coaches who haven't fucking done shit with their life like do you want to listen to some fucking internet coach who just like oh they saw an opportunity like they can be some kind of coach now and and then you want to keep fucking listening to them and and keep looking at their posts and and their ads if if they're putting ads out there and then um thinking like oh man i gotta keep paying all, all this money or would you rather have somebody and i'm not against paying money for coaching or mentorship at all i'm not against it at all i i do it myself And I think it's a very smart, smart thing to do. But I think it's smart to do with the right people. Would it make more sense for you to actually build a genuine relationship with someone who has 20 to 30 years of entrepreneurship or or more and help and have them guide you through the the process and the belief and have that life experience and really want to pour into you? Because they're not just trying to make money from you. They're really trying to make a difference. And they get this huge, amazing satisfaction of contribution every single time that they speak to you because they see that you're applying what they're they're teaching and they see the genuine changes making in your life and they feel like they're making a difference and you have that kind of relationship. Like, dude, how fucking valuable is that? So I moved my focus. I just, it's just little, it's a little thing that I did in my mind from shifting my focus towards, oh, I don't have, con-, like all this shit that I don't have control over that's causing me so much stress and trying to control this situations for things and, and all, it doesn't matter. Because it's causing me anxiety. It's causing me all this unnecessary stress and I can't do anything about it. I don't have control over what another per- action another person does. I don't have a, a control over what someone else does with their life. Like, why am I stressing about this? I don't have control over a lot of shit but when I move my focus towards growth and the actions that I'm taking and things that I'm doing guess what I'm feeling better I'm feeling like feeling good about myself and then when I change my focus from oh I I need to make this money because that's that's significance talking that's ego that's that's me 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 talk that's not gonna bring me That's not gonna juice me up right what does juice me up is like that genuine fucking contribution, like the actual change that I can see someone in someone's life. Like I know, I know one dude, um, still lives in South Africa, and I'm just like, I talked to him and I'm like, fuck, man, like, if you had a, if you and, and this guy actually invested in the event, so shout outs to this this cat here, He's an amazing dude. I'm like, man, if you had that mentor, man, I'm telling you, it would fucking change your life, bro. Like, and it's easier than you think it is. And I just think about the genuine fucking change it'll make in his life and to see like where he's at and like how he doesn't have like the, that person to bounce things off of. He doesn't have those peers, that social circle to, to build him up. He's out on, he's out in the world by himself, fucking fending for himself. Dude, that's fucking terrifying. That's that, that man. So like, I'm excited for him to be part of the event because, um, Man, we just have this its an amazing opportunity for, uh, for us to really help uh, contribute and, and help out and help, help, help open opportunities for other people, help change their mindset, and help them live the life they truly want to live. And that juices me up. So now that I've changed my focus more, I, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot less stressed. I feel like I'm getting my mind back. I'm feeling like, all right, cool, we're good, we're good. I feel like I'm building myself up back mentally. I was actually watched this uh, awesome interview by Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov. He's uh, one of the best UFC fighters of all time, and he's a Russian dude, and he's just, yeah, I mean, the dude just win. the guy's amazing, and it was uh, this 30-minute interview, and he's a very humble dude, and I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Khabib. And in that interview, he talked a lot about um, just like mentally, like your mentality, right? Or like um, your mental state. And he talks about like having respect for someone who falls down and they, but they, they build themselves back up mentally. He's like, yeah, you can see like, yeah, this person fell down, but you can see like they're, they're getting stronger mentally, like they're getting back to where like they're having that belief in themselves and they're getting stronger and then like they like their physical bodies is is matching up to to their mental state where they're developing more beliefs they're catching stride they're they're like their mind is strong and I feel like I'm in that time of my life where my my um my mental state has been low I haven't been as hungry I've been just getting by. scrapping by right and i feel like i lost that hunger and i felt like my mental state has dipped but slowly through changing my focus and uh the actions i'm taking it and really like oh man like i'm doing this shit is helping me get back on my feet and helping build more confidence in me it's helping me give myself more enthusiasm and it's making me feel more just thrilled for life and excited, and um, it's been a little slow, but it's okay. It's okay. So I want to I want to um, tell this crazy fucking mental story um, about mental toughness today. It, it's fucking nuts. It, it is it is nuts. Um, and I, I hope that this story can inspire you and um, show you what you can do. And uh, and I'm only telling the story to. Really help show you how how much you can do with your mind and how much you can push past what you think you can actually do. Whew shit, dude. So as I mentioned, I've been running 20 miles a week. Uh after last week, I was not feeling like I was thinking I'm gonna do some more yoga this week. I'm not gonna put in another 20 miles like like I don't think my body, I think my body needs to rest some, some more before I do like the 20 miles. So my thought process was yoga and, um, and rest for this week and then get back into running next week. But what happened was I just, uh, you know, what's crazy. I really do enjoy, r- love running now. Like, I just changed my whole relationship with it. It has a different meaning for me now. And I, I really enjoy it. I love running. Dude, running feels so good. It just, like, elevates your mood. You feel just so much better about yourself. You feel energized. You feel just this inner energy. Like, that's just amazing. Like And it's, it's so amazing. But this week, I just put in some runs because, like, my body was craving it. My body was really craving some runs. So... I looked at my uh, my app, my my Garmin app, and I saw that I had um, did like eleven miles. On uh, I think I saw this on Saturday. No, no. So I, I put in I put in eight miles by by Saturday, like in the morning Saturday. And I'm like, oh, I'll run a, I'll run a five k, and then I'll just run ten miles tomorrow. I'll do another I'll do t- another twenty miles this week. And Sundays, usually, I would I would do my long runs anyway when I was training for my marathon. I'm like, oh, perfect. So today, I, I go down uh, the park I ran my marathon at. I call it Marathon Park. And it's a beautiful park. I'm excited. I'm like, all right, 10 miles. It's one in the afternoon. It's like, it's kind of hot. I, I think it's been 90 degrees lately. It might have been 90 degrees. It might have been like 85 degrees. You're going to have to do the conversion on that if you live in Europe. I'm not sure what it is. It's it's warm outside. It's really warm outside. So, I I stretch. I do my thing, and I start my run. Right, all right. The beginning of ten miles. It's one o'clock in the afternoon, and I haven't eaten yet. I intermittent fast. But if I run, and I when I'm, and I, when I'm intermittent fasting, I usually run at eleven, because I don't know. I'm scared of like the energy depletion. I don't know, right. And I want to eat at 12. But I I missed my window of eating. And and it was 1 p.m. It's hot. I haven't eaten. And I'm doing 10 miles. And I'm like, all right. Well, this is what we're going to do. This is the situation. We're going to make it happen. I actually didn't even put that much thought into it, to be honest with you. So I start my run. Boom. Going through my loop. And on mile one... This in the parking lot, uh, part of my run, I see this truck and I see a dude squatting down and I recognize that dude because about a week ago or two weeks ago, I was on a run and I see him and like, when you see someone out there who's as hot as hell and they're running shirtless as well, you, you're like, hey, we're Kentra spirit. We're the only ones out here doing this you must be like me to make the decision to do something like this. It's crazy. So like, you know, we see each other, like, you know, we give each other respect. Like, I see you, okay, cool, cool. I'm like, all right, you know, Kendra Spirit. A week or two ago when I saw him, right, I was on a time crunch. I was running eight miles, and then I had to get to um I had to get back to the office. And um because I was gonna begin working. But I was on a, I was on a strict time crunch. And in the parking lot, he's like, he's calling me over. Hey man, come on, come on, man. Let's like, let's, let's get on these ropes. And when he's talking about ropes, he's talking about battle ropes. I don't know if you've ever seen battle ropes, but it's like this thick ass rope. And there's parts where you can grip it. And you basically go into a squat position and you like fucking wail well your arms up and down, bam, <laughs> or you can go at the same time, you, you know, you bring them up and then you whip your arms out. <laughs> can crisscross, this heavy-ass rope, right, while you're in the squatting position. It's tiring as shit. And he's like, hey, you want to hop on these battle ropes? like, hey, man, I can't. I'm on a time crunch. That happened two weeks ago, a week or two ago. I see him today. We're running. I'm thinking, he's going to ask me to do the battle ropes again. But this time, I'm going to say yes. So I... I'm running around the park, and then I'm um, three and a half miles in. I see he's at his truck. I see him get out of his truck, because he finished his run. I think he ran maybe two miles. I think he did two loop, two loops around the park. And he goes, oh, hey, man, you want to do the ropes? I'm like, let's do it. I, he's like, yeah, you want to do it? I'm like, thumbs up. He's like, for real? I'm like, thumbs up. I'm like, let's do it. Let's make it happen. He's like, oh, all right, awesome, man. So he pulls out the ropes from his truck i i've I ran three and a half miles at this point and he's like yeah i usually like somebody to do it with but because like i don't like doing this by myself i said "Nah, yeah, yeah let's do it man. let's make it happen he said like, you are done this before i'm like yeah i've done this before I said, all right cool she's like all right so what we're gonna do is you're gonna go all out man like just give it your all bam 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 like as long as you can and then when you're done i'm gonna hop on and then i'm gonna go as long as i can just put in my just put in this work." And then when I'm done, you're going to hop on. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. And then so I led the way, right? I go first. Bam. position, Just bam, 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 bam. Just putting all my might into it, right? I'm not holding back. He said go until you don't, he can't go anymore. So I'm like, bam, bam. Putting all my energy into it. Put the ropes down. He hops on. bam, bam, bam. Bam. He's doing it twice, double whips, at the same time. And then, and then he stops. He, I got back on. Bam, 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 bam. And then I go as far as long as I can, all out, putting all my energy into it. He hops back on. Bam, bam, bam. He's like, and then so as he gets off, he's like, I'm probably gonna do one. I'm gonna do one more set. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do one more set too. So I go on, bam, 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 bam. Just go crazy, bam, super hard with it, super hard, super hard, super hard, all out, all out. And just tire myself out. And then he he finishes, and he's like, oh, man, like, you know, my name is Kevin, blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, it's cool to, you know, have someone out here to do this, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, man. Sounds good. He puts the bottle, bottle, bottle rope back in his car. I walk back onto the sidewalk, and I start my run again. I have six and a half miles left. I'm feeling confident. I'm like, damn, I just did that shit. Hell yeah. I put all my energy and effort into that. About 30 seconds to a minute in, I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucking tired. I depleted my fucking energy. I went all out on those ropes and it's hot outside and I fasted. And it's like 1.30 in the afternoon at this point. And then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to rest while I run. And when I say rest, I don't mean walk. I mean, I have to slow down my pace so much to where I catch my breath and like kind of go easy and rest as i regain my stamina and catch my my a second win so i'm like going slower and i'm like i'm going uphill and i'm tired i'm like oh shit like okay it's all right you're gonna catch your win you got this you got this right so then i get i get to the halfway point um i run a mile and a half and i'm i'm fucking tired i don't catch my second win i hit my halfway point i'm like i just hit the halfway mark i haven't walked and i'm like oh fuck i got five more miles and i'm exhausted and my brain is coming up with a million rationalizations it's like all right you got five more laps of this big ass park like you got this man you got this you got this like my, my brain's like hey man be careful you know, you might be dehydrated. It's hot out here. Um, as I'm running, I'm like feeling like I'm gonna collapse. I'm feeling like I'm just gonna fucking pass out. As I'm running, I'm, I am, I am tired of shit. I, I run, a, I run a another mile, right? So now I got four miles left. I'm like, fuck, I got four fucking miles left, and I want to quit the whole way through. The whole way through, I want to quit. I don't know if I'm gonna walk. I don't know. I want to quit more like it's probably the most difficult run i've ever did like when i ran my marathon the last three miles i was like battling on myself I'm, like i don't know if i'm gonna finish these three miles i might walk it was like that but it was like five it was like six like the last six miles of this run because i was dead tired i put all of my energy into those ropes where i was like i don't know if i'm gonna walk i don't know if i'm gonna collapse I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. And the entire the whole time, I want you to imagine that. You got you got four miles left that you gotta run. And your brain is telling you to quit every single second of the run. Every single second your brain's like, you hey man, you you're like stop, stop man. Like, it's okay, you know. Just rest, rest. You don't know if you're going to make it. Are you gonna, hey, you have a long way to go. Bro, you got a long way to go. You think you can make it? I don't think you can make it, man. You should just walk. It's okay. It's okay if you walk, man. Progress. Remember, progress. Now I'm like coming up with rationalizations, right? And my brain the whole time just wants to quit. Stop. I'm like, as I'm running, I'm putting my hands on my hips as I'm striding. I'm tired. I'm looking down straight down at the ground. I'm breathing hard. I want to quit so bad so bad the entire the entire time and then i got three miles left i'm like i gotta run around this park three times like all right man you done five like 5k you can do it you can do it man like you run 5ks all the time bro you can do this and just the whole time i'm like just imagine that whole run every single second, every fucking second of that run, you want to stop, every, there wasn't a second on there, where I'm like, okay, okay, I'm good, no, I want to quit, I want to stop, I think I'm gonna collapse, I think I'm gonna fail, like, I feel like, my heart's beating so hard, I feel like my fucking heart's gonna fucking explode, like, it is, like, I feel it, just like, this is, this is fucking, just intense energy in my heart, and I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, little, I'm like, low key scared. Like, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like, it's like, dude, just take a rest. Like, just chill out. Like, just take a step on on the grass and like, and just like, stop. And there's and those those glimpses of me like, I'm like, okay, I think I'm gonna stop. And then I'm like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Just like this. I had I was operating on a a, a, a very s- small sliver of belief that I could I can finish this. I I, I run that I run that. That, um, that, the mile, I got two miles left. And I'm like, Greg, you got two more laps. Can you make it, dude? You got two more laps. I'm like, fuck, two more laps. Fuck, I got two more laps. Like, fuck, I want to quit. This is hard. Fuck, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like, oh, fuck, shit. I'm like, you got this, man. You like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Fuck, fuck, man. And then the quote comes to my mind is from Kobe Bryant. And the quote, is don't rest in the middle rest at the end so i was telling myself that like don't rest in the middle man just rest at the end rest at the end rest at the end but the but when the two two miles doesn't seem like that much but when you are dead exhausted and you want to quit every single second of those laps it feels like an eternity and you're just like oh fuck and then like i just don't want to quit the whole time right so i i I complete that lap I got one more mile left. And you would think that through excitement and like, you know, just like, oh, fuck yeah, I got one more mile. Like, I got this. I got this. No, it doesn't happen like that. It's like, it it doesn't work like that at all. It's not like you, I didn't get excited. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool. I got one lap. But like, it doesn't register in my mind as excitement. It's another, it's another lap of dread. It's a long ass lap. Like, just a whole challenge in my head like am i gonna make it can i do it i don't know and i'm just like don't rest in the middle rest at the end and just the whole fucking time the whole fucking time i want to quit and then it wasn't until i could start to see like the 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 part where i told myself i will stop and i'm like all right i'm gonna stop at that fucking uh, tree i'm like i'm getting there i'm like and then when i'm getting closer i'm starting to say to myself oh I'm like yelling in my head, who's a champ? I'm like, I am. Who's a champ? I am. Who's a champ? I am. Who's a champ? I am. Who did it? You did it. Who did it? You did it. Who did it? You did it. And just screaming this in my head like, you made it happen. You did it. You did it. But then part of me is like, hey, man, don't get too cocky. You might still walk. Don't get too cocky. And then I pass the tree. I I immediately sit down and I'm on the grass. And I'm just, and, and for I don't know how many minutes straight. I'm just like, I did it, 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 I did it. And just kept repeating it over and over. I didn't know what to do. With my body, my body was aching. My 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 hips were just like just you feel like this intense energy in my legs, and like I don't know, like I'm restless. Right, I'm in the grass. I'm sitting down on the grass. I'm shirtless, and then I take off my shoes because I just was like. Oh, man, I got to take out my shoes. So I take out my shoes. I'm like in the grass. I'm like, I did it. I did it. I'm like moving around. I can't stay still. I'm like, I did it. Oh, fuck. I, I can't believe I fucking did it, man. Wow, I just did it. I did it. And I get up out of the grass, right? And I start walking towards my car. I'm like limping. And I'm like, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I couldn't believe it. it. It was one of the most mentally challenging things I've ever done in my fucking life. In my life. I want you to imagine that. Imagine you draining all of your fucking energy. You run three and a half miles. You drain all of your energy. You just bring it down as like super far down. And now you have six and a half miles left to run. It was hell. It was hell. It was fucking hell. I started to tell myself like, Greg, you better fucking remember this shit. This run is preparing you for, for future challenges if you quit on this run, you will quit on those future challenges. But this is your training ground. This is your resilience. When you find yourself in those situations where there's a tremendous amount of pressure, where you want to stop, where you don't want to keep going, don't fucking forget this. Do not fucking discount this shit. This shit was fucking hard, dude. You better not fucking discount this shit. You better fucking remember this when you need this because that, because this run was one of the most challenging fucking runs I ever had to do in my fucking life and uh i call up this place where i get acai bowls and i put an order in for acai bowl i do some some light stretching and then i start driving and i just the whole time i'm in disbelief like fuck, bro um i get my acai bowl and it's just like usually like after my runs i feel refreshed i feel like good i feel like i got runners high i i this and then, like when I eat like anasa Eball, I feel like it's so replenishing. It's so like fresh and sweet, and just it just hits the taste buds right. Like I didn't. It's like as if I didn't taste it. Like it's just like my body was just scavenging for like nutrients, and I was so tired I couldn't even like enjoy it. I was I was sweating like like crazy. Um, I wasn't like I my body was just fucking tired like i was like damn i was expecting myself to be like elated like feeling good but i was depleted and i get home uh, i take a shower and then my brain my body's like we're shutting off right now like go lie down we're shutting off so i go lie down take a nap uh, about 40 minutes and then i go grab some sushi for my family and i spend my evening with my family but uh that was just an example of just like bringing back that that mental toughness, bringing back that resilience, bringing back that hunger, and you know on 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 your fo- on focus right you know I've been putting my focus towards like where I lack i look i i focus on my intelligence and how I don't know certain things about certain things, and I'm just like oh con- like just would constantly feel like I'm coming from the state of lack like yeah, sure, I can execute, but, like, mm-hmm. that's not too difficult. But, like, that's, that, dude, that's, like, what I do. Like, I fucking execute. I take bold action. Like, that's what I'm good at. Like, when I, I make a decision and I'm just like, oh, can I do that? I don't know. I'll just, I'm, I'm going to see. I'll find out. I'll go do it. I'll figure it out. Like, um... Like with that run, I'm just like, oh, can I run 10 miles? Like, I think so. So I'll, I'll go do it. And then it's like, I'm, I'm depleted. Like, can I can I finish this? Like, uh, I don't know. But like, let's go see. So I'm like, I'm like constantly testing boundaries. I'm like constantly testing like boundaries of what I can do. And like, can I can I actually do this? But I'm so close to myself to where I don't realize like, that's like a really powerful thing. Like the ability to actually execute. And that was a big quote that I kept reading. In my Tony Robbins notes, I, well, I read it twice because it was in both notebooks, and it said, execution trumps knowledge. It doesn't matter how much knowledge you know. If you can't execute, it's fucking useless. Execution trumps knowledge. So I'm like putting my focus towards like, what the fuck am I good at, right? And I'm great at fucking interacting with people, and I'm great at fucking executing. You know what? I'm going to focus on my strengths. I'm going to focus on what I'm good at and appreciate myself for what I'm good at. And then I will outsource the skills that I'm not fucking good at. And just because someone is good or better at something or knows something more than I do about something, that doesn't take away from my worth. It doesn't make me less lovable. It's like, look, there's going to be people that don't fuck with you, and that's Okay for who you are or what you stand for or there's some just like some things that are just different about your characters and that's that's fine but the moment you start comparing yourself and and seeing like oh man like this person has that and i don't have that and like they're better at this than i am and then like wow it seems like these people really connect about these things it's like come on man you connect with certain things on a certain level with, with different people different things Like, put your focus on yourself. Stay in your lane. Focus on what you can control. And uh, that's brought a lot more happiness for me. And I'm getting back mentally. But. My intentions for what I'm doing is different. I'm not doing it to gain love or for people to talk highly of me. I want people to talk highly about themselves. I want people to feel like they've empowered themselves. And yeah, I can point them in the right direction, but I don't want to be a guru. I don't want people to be like, oh, thanks to Greg. I want people to be like, thanks to me when I say me, I mean themselves. I want to fucking empower people to realize that your power comes from within, inside of you. You already have it. It exists inside you right now. Just gotta give yourself the permission to go for it. And there's some little minor tweaks you got to do, right? Change your focus. It'll change your fucking life. I lived the same exact fucking life. All I did was shift my focus. Now... Pat myself on the back for that 10 mile run I did. Now, um whatever. Acknowledging myself for my superpowers and what I'm good at and focusing less on what somebody else is better than than me at certain things or trying to manage people's perceptions of me. Dude, that's so much fucking energy, so much work, and it doesn't even bring fucking fulfillment. It doesn't even make you fucking happy at the end of the day. So like, why keep fucking wasting my time and energy towards that? It doesn't bring me the inner peace that I'm looking for. The inner peace I'm looking for comes from my own journey. Focusing on my own journey. Growing and helping others at the same time. So I'm picking myself back up. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling grateful. I leave to London in two weeks. And... It's a it's a wild ride it's a lot of fun now uh, and I'll leave you with this here um, I, I picked up the the four agreements and and one of them is one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word because words have strong meaning to them and the language you give to a situation or an event becomes the emotion you experience of that situation or event. So I I realized like I would use words like I'm afraid, I have fear, I'm terrified. It's scary to describe the experience of London. Now let me ask you, like, is that empowering? Does that, does that is that exciting? Does that make me want to go and, and, and experience that in travel? Like, I know there's like legitimate fears, like, to have, right? It's like, well, like, is this, as long as going to be successful? Like, all all these different things because it's like, man, like, we still have a lot more stuff we got to put in place and where is this going to come from? All that. It's a whole thing, right? But even though that's the case, by changing the words I associate to the situation it gives the whole situation different meaning if i say yo this is exciting this is a fucking adventure this is gonna be insane no matter what happens like whoa i can't believe this happened like this is crazy ah man i don't know what this i don't know what's gonna happen but let's let's fucking see and changing the it's the same emotion right like fear and excitement are like the same fucking emotion it's the same emotion it's just how you look at it, how you interpret it. It does this, it gives you the same feeling in your body. But it's the intention and the mindset behind which the emotion which dictates your action. So if you're living in a state of fear, what kind of action you think you're gonna take? If you take the same emotion and use the word excitement behind it. What kind of action are you going to take? See that? See that little tiny tweak and how it makes a big difference? And instead of saying, I don't know what's going to happen, it's like, well, fuck, dude, I'm about to go on a fucking adventure. Doesn't that sound more exciting? Because what are aven- adventures? Adventures are unknown, right? You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But if you're like, I don't know. Well, yeah. Doesn- doesn't that fuck- isn't that terrifying? Oh, it's terrifying. Oh, Wow. Does that sound empowering? Does that sound like something that you look forward to? Something that's like fucking terrifying? No. So, changing my relationship with the situation through the words that I'm using. So be impeccable with your word. I'm speaking this to myself. Um, It makes all the difference. You know, language matters. The words you use to describe your life and your situation and who you are has a big effect on the reality you experience in the present moment. So, slowly getting there, baby. Baby stepping my way back to being back just strong mentally with tremendous gratitude and appreciation for life and uh what a what a grand adventure i'm grateful as shit for it and i'm grateful as shit for you if you enjoy the podcast i I would actually greatly appreciate if you share this on social media if you actually get some value from this podcast i'm sure your friends or family or other people you know could get some value from this as well so do them a favor like share it if you learn, like, dang, these are some cool mindset shifts, like, imagine if you're able to give other people that same gift, and there might be certain things that resonate with them that may not resonate with you, but at least you can help give them the opportunity to experience something, right? What if somebody really, what if something really like, helped somebody out that you know, and and they shared it, and then you're like, oh, man, I listened to that one thing, like, wouldn't you be so grateful for that person? Like, man, thank you so much for sharing it. Well, you have the opportunity now, so... If you got some value from this, post this on your Instagram story. If you got some value from this, post this on your Instagram feed or or Facebook story. Whatever you feel comfortable with. Or leave a review or something. But listen, I don't get paid to do this podcast. I do this for fun. Um, I do this to help and contribute and and share lessons. And hopefully it makes a difference for you. So if you appreciate it, I, I would appreciate if you just... All I ask is share share it and spread the word. So thank you. I'll talk to you next week. Peace.